Because um, I know that's your favorite artist, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I guess that should wrap it up for the winter. Cool, then. cool. Um, did you uh did we did we talk about the Bruno thing you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, we yeah we did talk about the, okay, that. That yeah, was yeah. the Bruno news that I wanted yeah, to talk about. Yeah, and um, and also the uh the DJ Quicksilver thing. Did you want to talk about the DJ Quicksilver thing? Might as well on this out, right? Yeah, so this actually came out in March, but it's relevant to, to discuss. You, Yinka, actually shared with me something that happened locally here right. on Kiss FM. Yeah. There was some altercation between DJ Quicksilver, Danny, Danny Star. Danny Star. Who's the other guy? What's his name? I don't, I don't, I don't listen know. to the radio. Yeah, anymore. I don't listen to the radio song. But yeah, they had this whole altercation on the radio where mm. she left mid recording on mm-hmm. live air. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. You probably know the story better than I yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, so it seems what happened was like, I guess she had mentioned on a previous broadcast that she was looking for a nanny to come and take care of her kid once every once in a while. She being so, Danny Star. Danny Star. And so um, someone had come forth who was, a, I guess, an aspiring Instagram model and singer, <laughs> but also, you know, was willing oh, to an aspiring take the actress. job. Oh, an actress. Yeah. Okay. was wanted to take the job and help and she did not want this person she didn't accept this person's you know offer to do it so i guess she got got on a previous broadcast and just kind of said you know this this girl is like cute you know she's beautiful i don't really want to have this person like in my house around my husband my kid whatever so you know i said no because that's not like that's not what i want she didn't even say no she just didn't respond she didn't respond yeah she but she did speak on it on air right so i guess essentially what they did was they tracked this girl down uh, her co-hosts and brought her up to be on the show (laughs) to represent her point of view as to you know why it was discrimination against her because because she was pretty yeah and so I guess, you know, Danny Starr comes in for work and this girl is at the station and her, her co-stars are talking about how they're going to let her speak her piece as to why she's not okay with being rejected for this position. So if y'all have not had a chance to listen to this, maybe we can provide the link for, for our listeners. Yeah, uh, we can. We, we can could even that. probably spice some of it in if you want it. So sad. So sad. No, it really is. And then you hit up our producer, Sharon, and said, you know what? Can I please come on the show and and speak Mm -hmm. my piece? Um, Let's start by saying, what exactly do you want to say? Let's start there. Um, So first of all, I I mean, so I hit her up because I really needed a job. Again, I'm a model. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also a singer. I'm an actress. You know, I've worked my way up to this. Like, this isn't something that happened overnight. So... You know, like I said, my grandmother, you know, I watched my grandmother struggle, you know what I'm saying, trying to take care of kids and, you know, things like that. And I raised a lot of my nieces and my nephews. And, you know, so when she sent the post, I'm like, well, you need help. You know what I'm saying? And this is something that I can do. Like, so let me help you. So when I reached out to her, I'm just like, you know, what's up? Like, you know, this, these are my credentials. You know, I've been doing this for a few years. And it was just like, no, I'm not letting a pretty woman into my house. Like, well, to be clear, I did not even respond to the post. So mm-hmm. let's be clear. But you um, heard the show in two times. That's great. Yeah. I heard the shade. And, okay. Oh, and, well, here, so, yeah. so here's the thing. Um, you are very beautiful. You don't have to cut and you, your hands. No, I, you, you, uh, you don't get to tell speak. me what I get to do today. The two of y'all can kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. For real. Whoa. Kiss my ass. The two of y'all, y'all, y'all have no idea. Yeah, Sweetheart, I'm not, 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make this about you. I'm not gonna You're not gonna stick this on us. You, you can be quiet for a second. Because I'm talking. Okay. I'm not gonna make this about you, baby girl. Because this is not. But what I do with my household and what I choose to do with my household is nobody's concern. Right. And what I choose to bring up to my co-host and to the world, I did not use your name. I did not do because you put it out there. So now that you put it out there, we have to address it. And just to be clear, I never, I never said it was you, and I never responded to you. So your ego. Your ego made you think that you were the only pretty girl that slid in my DM, sweetheart. No, it's not just my ego. You know what I'm saying? And even if, even if I'm not the only pretty girl, let me state on National Women's Day that I will speak up for all the pretty girls that sent your DMs because you feel like no, you're not going to hire a pretty girl because of your insecurities. So let's get that straight this morning. This is what I'm talking about. I'm not calling a spade a spade. You be calling a spade a spade. I'm not even going to address her because this is about her. This is about you and this is about you. You're beautiful and that's great. You can be your model, sing and ass, do all that stuff. But you are not. I get to pick who is around my children and who is around my man. And no, you will not be. Right, and I, and that. that's understandable, but the comments that. that you made, the comments that I made were not, not happy. No, they weren't. I said you're okay. beautiful and you appear to be smart. That is complimenting you. I okay. said, but, no, but. I said, but and I don't want you in my household. I get to decide what happens why? in my okay, household. So why, why don't you want me why? there is the real I question. Don't, I don't have to answer to you. You did, man. I don't have to answer to you. Okay. She's trying to be sarcastic. No, now because in conversations, you converse by going back and forth. If Danny only talks, it's no longer a conversation. It's now Danny being Talk diplomatic and being diplomatic. And now you're being, no. Danny, you're allowed to speak. Now, Quicksilver in Five Nights and the young lady who's here, she's allowed to speak. Who's hurt? Well. She's genuinely right. hurt. So now, no, I really am, and I feel some type of way because yes. it's not just about me. Like I said, I'm gonna, I'm trying to be the voice for all the pretty chicks. Like I said, that stepped in your DMs. Like I just think you're jealous, like for real. And, 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 what? 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 What do you mean? What, what, what do you mean? Because you're pretty too, and you're hitting on another pretty young woman. That's disrespectful. Y'all gonna let a woman come in here talking about I'm insecure? I'm jealous? No. Listen, because you're okay. No, I'm not gonna listen to talk to you. But you had, you had the opportunity. When she wasn't here, you all can't talk at the same time. When she wasn't here to defend herself, yes, you wanted the smoke. And separately, you don't want no smoke. You have that same energy now that I'm here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, We all can't talk at the same time. No, Danny, you be quiet for 30 seconds. Let me allow you to talk. So at this point, the young lady separately said this. 
And this is what we say on the air. When all the call, I'm going to make this very clear. This is not quick and five ambush and daddy. This is yeah, okay. all the callers. Okay. So let me say this again so I can make sure I'm verbatim. This is not just about Danny. So Danny can't say again. Quick still was about Danny. Listen, this is not just about Danny Star. I know it's Danny not. Star. Hold on. She wants to make it about Danny Star. The conversation is more about discrimination. Why would we allow us as a Why? people? Because men Why? as well. Hold on. Men as well. Why? Listen, men as well were calling and saying, you should not hire her simply because simply. she's pretty. And now, if you dangle a steak, as the as the metaphor that Danny used, yeah. dangle a steak around a lion, they might eat it. Guess what? What? How many of the pretty girls did not get a job simply because somebody said, you know exactly. what? Well, I'm not going to hire I let you talk. Oh, I'm not going to hire this pretty female yeah. simply because she's pretty. But then somebody will say, pretty girls have all these privileges. They automatically get jobs. She said, I could not get a job oh, simply because, not right. because I'm it's under right. But you giving them that chat because I'm pretty, and because I'm pretty, Listen, you're saying now you're being, not going to give me a, a shot. Girl, being a pretty girl mm. walking to an office building, cool. Being a pretty girl walking into any establishment organization, cool. I don't have to allow anyone in my home who I do not want in my home. And this is That's not just about period. your home. This is about discrimination. Uh, yeah, this is very, very problematic. <laughs> it's funny, but it's yeah. also not funny at the same yeah. time like this is one of those things where i had to do a very good job of being um uh, with my cognitive dissonance when it comes <laughs> to things that are subjectively bad but like objectively funny mm. and it's objectively <laughs> funny and just how ridiculous yeah this whole idea was from her co-host yeah it was so fucking stupid it was foul and it was it was odd like i really really understood how she felt because sure, it was she terrible. felt betrayed you can yes. tell she felt betrayed yes. and not only did she feel betrayed and rightfully so additionally the audacity of her co-host yes. and this woman feeling as though she owed any of them a personal explanation right. as to what she wanted to do at her household in terms yeah. of who she wanted to have in her household it was very audacious and they're patronizing her the entire time they're saying right. oh oh you can speak now you can speak now it's yeah. like yo, I, this woman is clearly upset right. she has a right to be upset and they're saying you big mad over and over again while she's trying to talk it they call her wild. insecure which yeah. she may have been doesn't it doesn't matter right? right and then the other woman was saying oh this isn't about my ego no it absolutely right. is about your ego and but, she actually was really respectful to that girl like she was like look this she isn't as about respectful you she like, could be, yeah. i'm not gonna i mean she did belittle the fact that the girl has like 17 different jobs which well, she didn't need to do but it's okay <laughs> but, no, i mean yeah at that point in time i think she was just so frustrated but she was telling the girl which is true she's like look this isn't about you like she doesn't have a relationship with them she has a relationship with her co-host and it was her co-host responsibility if they had thought that this was a good idea they should have floated it to her and she could have said yay or nay in terms of wanting to bring this girl along but it didn't really seem like she had you know the opportunity to really understand what was going on they just brought this person on and acted as though that person's feelings on her household were equal somehow to how she felt about what she wanted to happen in her household and then they took it to a level where she felt as though she had to explain that there was infidelity in her parents relationship which she did, should not have had to explain she definitely should not have had to explain any of that yeah this is one of those situations where i don't always agree with some folks when they come at men for being sexist and whatnot like not all the arguments i agree with but this is one of those clear examples where these two dudes were just being absolutely terrible to the point yeah. where quicksilver's own wife, wife called, called to the radio and right. basically you know made him apologize it's like how do you not see like how did 
as men, we have to do better. Like, how do you yeah. not understand that this is a problem? One of the other things, too, that I wanted to address, this actually kind of ties back into the Bruno Mars thing a little bit okay. in the sense that I think that one of the things that happened to Bruno Mars was that he fell victim to dragging culture, the mm. need to read people, mm. right? And I think that one of the things that I'm noticing is that, at least in Western American culture, mm. we have what I like to call like a victim Olympics, right? Mm. And I didn't coin the term, I heard, I heard it from someone else. Mm. But it's like, everybody wants to be the victim. Like they're all competing to be the most victimized person, right? And of course, I can sit here and comment on that from my point of view mm. as the white male privileged person. And I'm not even white, right? But mm. I have, in terms of what society sees, they're gonna see a person with white male privilege when they see me and I get that, right? So maybe I shouldn't be critiquing that. But at the same time, right? like you have people that are just like, they hear someone else has it bad and then they can't listen to how bad the other people have it. They have to interject and say, oh, well, I have it bad in my own way here. And so you all don't know how hard we have it as as pretty women. <laughs> and look, and I'm sure that there are struggles that pretty women have, right? Mm. Everyone is going to have struggles. Mm. But to use this opportunity as a platform to speak on behalf of all pretty women <laughs> who struggle, like what is going on? Like yeah. what like there's something going on that has given everybody the sense of entitlement mm -hmm. that their problems are just like the most tragic problems in the world. And I mm -hmm. don't have an issue with people expressing these, right? Like, you know, everyone should have a voice. Everybody should mm -hmm. be able to express their opinion. Mm -hmm. But when your opinion is expressed to the point where, mm -hmm. like, you can't recognize the problems that other people have because mm -hmm. yours are so important. Yeah. And we're talking about, like, pretty women problems. Yeah. And again, I don't, maybe that sounds condescending on my part, but... I think I don't it, know. I think I, the whole thing is just ridiculous. I think a, another thing that you kind of glossed over, but to go back to is the desire and the culture of reading people. Yeah. Um. You look at what just happened on the Breakfast Club with DJ Envy. You, you heard about that, right? Which which thing uh, happened yeah. on the Breakfast Club? Because something always happens on the Breakfast so Club. DJ Envy, which, which and I don't I don't watch by the way. DJ Envy, um, and his wife went on a television show to talk about. The situation with his infidelity he cheated on his wife with erica mina from love and hip-hop and it was like you know it was this was a while back but i guess he decided to go on some talk show or something and like and like address it with his wife mm -hmm. and so they talked about it and as you know Jesus and mero have a show where essentially their whole show is just making fun of people yeah so they made fun of envy on <laughs> just in passing on their show like and okay. But there was a specific line where, you know, he was like, they played back part of it and his wife goes, I feel like DJ Envy was kind of two people. He was Rashawn or whatever his name is at home, at Rashad at home. And then he was DJ Envy in the streets, right? So she's like, I only knew Rashad. I didn't know DJ Envy. Mm -hmm. So then Jesus or Mero, whichever one of them goes, uh, I bet you knew those DJ Envy checks, <laughs> right? <laughs> And so DJ Envy decides, and and I mean, is I this, think- is, is he the one who said that, to Jesus Amaro that you owe my wife an apology yes. or something? So I heard about that from okay. a different interview where they were interviewing Kid Fury from The Read. Okay. Uh, and he was making fun of that incident. He yeah, was like so on their side about it. They've been going in since then. So they've had like <laughs> multiple episodes now where they've gone in. And now when they're not even talking about it, They'll just say random, like random quotes from DJ Envy or like random, like, <laughs> like they went super in. But basically, so DJ Envy 
basically ambushes them on his show. Mm-hmm. So they they have Jesus and Mero up to the show. Jesus and Mero get, get on there, and he's like, he introduces them as like dickhead and something else, okay. right? And then he's and so they're kind of taken aback, like, yo, you know what's going on? And he's like, I just want to start off by saying you owe my wife an apology, and he's all swelling, you know, the whole nine, and they're kind of taken aback. Did, did he have DJ um, Academic there backing him up? <laughs> might as well have. <laughs> this was a very academic type of a, a moment here. So. uh they're kind of just like laughing it off and dude saying, you know, you owe my wife an apology. And finally they're like, oh, we're sorry. You know, like we thought we were friends. You know, if you know, if you watch our show, this is just what we do. We just make fun of people like it's not yeah. that serious. And he's like, no, you owe my wife an apology, blah, blah, blah. Of course, Charlemagne is there egging it on and instigating it. That's as why he I always watch the show, is. by the way. I'm not a big fan of Charlemagne. So Envy hops up and he just walks out. So they do the rest of the show without him there and oh, the whole him. rest of the show is like really just Jesus and Meryl making fun of the fact that there's an empty chair across from him he's <laughs> not there but uh yeah so I mean but again you know like another scenario even the previous episode to that that I saw was yeah. when he comes on and you know she's she's there to kind of like read them because of the fact that they said that she didn't deserve to make the amount of money that she wanted to make on netflix like there's a whole culture in our media where it's like somebody reading someone else and everybody's like oh this person really told that person like yeah i don't know why that's such a thing i think i know why this is just one of my personal philosophies if you will but i Mm. personally think that in the immediacy when two people are interacting chances are that your counterpart in the interaction is more concerned about feeling good than they are about being happy. And it feels good to read people. Getting angry and feeling justified in your anger and reading someone the riot act, whatever, that feels good to them. It's not necessarily healthy. It's not gonna make you a happier person. It's not Mm -hmm. gonna keep you centered, keep you balanced. But it feels good but every, to read people. But every time it happens, it blows up. Like pe- of so, so it people, does. Be- so people love it. What, yeah, what I'm, what saying? I'm saying the consumers love it. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. because it's like, why well, is it? Because we love you know? we love the drama. Like yeah. I, I mean, look, there's some people who are probably really on Monique's side about the Netflix argument. Mm-hmm. I was not because even though I'm not going to have the tone that he he he, I didn't see the interview mm-hmm. on Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. but knowing. What I know about Charlemagne the God, I'm sure that he was patronizing and condescending because mm. that's usually how he is, right? Mm. And that's his MO. He gets paid that way. All the power to you. But I would not have delivered my opinion to mm. her the way that he did. Mm. I happen to agree that I personally don't think mm. that many people are interested in watching a Monique Netflix show. Mm. If they are, hey, I'm wrong, mm. right? But at the same time, though... Um, Yo, by the way, I, I think you should watch it if you haven't. Her husband actually calls in. <laughs> and and he's got facts and and his facts are solid facts okay. i have never been a monique fan like yeah, even I'm not a monique fan even either. even on movies like, i don't think she's that funny yeah i'm right? not gonna watch a monique um, Netflix i will special. never watch it however the facts that they have and what they say they make a very compelling argument okay and um i really respect their perspective a lot more now that i've heard that so I just want to put that out there if, if folks haven't haven't seen the Breakfast Club interview definitely check it out because um it's interesting because I mean you know to some degree she's she's coming at it and 
this whole I love us and the way she delivered it, I think it's fucking retarded. And I think, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's hilarious. It's like, yeah, y'all got to back me. We call boycott Netflix. No, the fuck we're not. Right. I'm watching Netflix tonight. Yeah. So I'm just letting y'all know that. <laughs> but um, but like some of the facts that they have in terms of the fairness of of what was offered yeah. and, you know, how the whole the whole thing went is very interesting because she's coming at it from the perspective of female comedians not mm-hmm. not getting opportunities and sure. black female comedians sure. not getting certain opportunities but like, i'm not interested and, in a wanda, and, wanda sykes netflix yeah me neither I, I wouldn't watch that either right. um but and and she actually uses wanda sykes as somebody else when yeah, she talks about getting numbers. offered less i think um you know at the end of the day like when you look at the numbers that she's done in her career versus mm. her contemporaries and when you look at what she was offered how she was offered it and what the deal means yes yeah. i think i think netflix um, kind of approached it uh, with some disrespect yeah. they, they they should have put more respect on her name for, but for definitely yeah. and and i mean one of the things that that only gets talked about in these interviews that she's doing now is um they put a tail on her contract yeah so essentially what that would mean is that for the next two years yeah. she couldn't go out and do comedy which i which i'm completely so, on her side about so That's just in, fucked up. in if, if we're looking at it from the perspective of it being i think it was four or five hundred thousand dollars that they offered her it right? was half um, a million Right. So if they, they offered her $500,000, you got to break that up over the three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if she's only making $170,000 a year, that's not a lot for somebody no, who's not. super famous. You can make that as a developer. So, I, I mean, yeah, I you know, it's, it's like, I can understand. And that's just one of the many arguments that they make. And, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting. Like it, there's definitely more to it and there's more nuance there, but I think the way she comes off is part of the reason why people may not have, you know. I mean, that's that's always the case, right? I mean, they say that, you know, there's no sense arguing because people from a distance can't tell who is who. Yeah. You know? Um, But also, you know, if you want to take it to Jay, the Jay versus Dame approach. You know, Jay kind of befriended his oppressors mm -hmm. and Dame was the bad cop. Right. And you know in the end the good cop won because it, he's just easier to deal with i remember and, that it's it's like that interview uh the kind no not that interview it's like the meeting that leaked whatever yeah. where dane walked in and, and said why are you talking about my artist why are you having a meeting about jay-z he's not yeah. your artist right yeah. which he was right he was definitely right but uh, i'm sure he didn't make any friends over that yeah and nobody wants to deal with somebody who's hard to deal with yeah and, and i think that's where we you know a lot, what a lot of the criticism is for monique but yeah anyway interesting uh, interview and that i think is another piece of the attention economy we talk yeah. about how it's just all about capturing people's attention for a second because there's just so much out there so much to be entertained by mm-hmm. um people like somebody stepping to somebody and really giving them a piece of their mind or Yo, an argument or world whatever. star hip-hop yeah. built a platform off yeah. of drama off a of dumb ignorant yeah. ratchet drama and i mean crazy shit if, when you really really put what world star hip-hop is in context mm-hmm. it's actually really fucked up there's grown-ass men and women watching videos of children in high school running up and punching each other or yeah. fighting like grown-ass people are watching kids yo, fight yo, each other some very intelligent grown men and women right. some who are listeners of this podcast yeah no i mean and i'm not gonna sit here and act like i never watched a fight video before right, right. but i mean when you really put into context what it is it's like is this really that serious to us that we are that this is like a major outlet and a major platform and this is something that we really want to support i was an early world star guy okay and and that was because world star came in at the tail end of 
the smack dvd era right so for me i was a big hip-hop head i like love battle rap and back in the day to get battle rap you had to go buy cds like buy dvds that had the battles on them and watch them mm-hmm. uh world star came and created a platform to where you could just stream that and, right. and so i watched a lot of that but i also got to see videos of rappers getting their chain snatched and, <laughs> and people, get, people getting punched in battles you know so i, I got some of the ignorance i can too. see that too i can but, see um, people getting really heated over battles like fuck you Oh yeah, you see, you see, you mad because I'm styling on you. That's <laughs> oh, you was, mad because I'm styling on <laughs> you. That was, I, I may have watched that video a thousand times. <laughs> I watched it. Uh, yeah, I definitely yeah. watched it more than a few. But um, eventually, I, I stopped watching World Star Cold Turkey because it just really just became a platform to watch children fight each other. And yeah. like, I, I can't support that. So yeah, I think there's, there's more productive things to do with your time. I think as to well. some degree, we have to we have to be conscious of it is an attention economy. So if you think about it from the perspective of it being an attention economy, your attention is currency. What are you paying for? Like, what are you supporting? Um, And so I try to support less of what I shouldn't support and support more of what I would actually put my money behind. Right. I agree with that 100%. And I'd like to think that that's kind of where I've been for like the last 15 years. Like people are mm-hmm. like, oh, you didn't know about this? Like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, the, and it's one of the reasons why I haven't been as in tune to pop music in particular, mm-hmm. you know, for that time. I'm, I'm coming back to it now. So this stuff is becoming relevant to me. But I mean, yeah, I, I agree 100% that the attention economy is huge. And yeah, careers are built off of it too. Yeah. And that's why another thing that's funny, right? Um and and a lot of people who were who were critical of DJ Envy were um spoke on this, you know. You're on a show with Charlemagne. Right. Where literally all you do is bring guests on and then and then stand there and play referee as as Charlemagne just fucks with people, right? Yeah. Like that's basically what the, yeah, that show you're on the, you're is, on right? The show with a troll, right? And so now you have two people that are better trolls than, than right. you and they come on your show and you're huffing and puffing and mad about it yeah. when they have a show that essentially does the same thing that your show does yeah. and you just happen to get mentioned.